0: Welcome to Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift, a podcast for those of you looking to transition from a medical career to starting an online business. I will be sharing how to get started, success stories, and more. If you are looking to make the move from medicine to online, but don't know where to start, this is the podcast for you. I'm Susie Rains, your host, and I look forward to helping you simplify starting a business. Welcome to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified. In this episode, I am going to share with you my personal business experience with my calendar. Something that all business owners, they have a love-hate relationship with. I live by my calendar because so many people can book on my calendar and I have to block time off in order to get work done and balance spending time with my family. So in this episode, I'm going to give you examples of how I manage my calendar. As a new business owner, it can be challenging starting out when you don't have an example of what it is that other people are doing. So I wanted to take this opportunity to give you an example of mine. When it comes to calendars, you have many choices. Electronic is, I, my opinion, electronic calendars are best because they can be altered and changed quicker and easier. But if you're a person that likes to do a paper calendar, that's totally fine too. You just have to keep up with it. Make sure that you add the changes that happen as they happen so that you don't miss anything. So let's dive in to what type of calendar I use. I use the Google Calendar. I have a Google Workspace specifically for my business. If you're a person that has a Gmail account, that's personal, that's separate, and you should have a separate Google Calendar, Google account that is specific to your business. You always want to separate them out. It's just like when I talked about um, your banking information. So in a previous episode, I talked about banking and, and separating out your business banking from your personal banking. Same thing goes for your calendar and your workspace i would say have a separate workspace specifically for your business and do your personal stuff in a separate space so my calendar is a google calendar and i pick using google because it integrates with other programs easily and i can link it to other programs so that things update automatically for example i use calendly and i am not an affiliate for them so i don't get paid for them to, for me to say that Just want to make that clear. It's just my preferred automatic calendar that I like to use. Now, for those of you that don't know, there are calendar scheduling tools out there. Calendly is one of them. It is separate from my calendar. It's a place where I can go and set up the types of appointments that I would like to allow people to make on my calendar. Basically, In Calendly, I set up what types of appointments I want to have. For example, I do one-on-one coaching. So I have a one-on-one coaching appointment setting in Calendly. And it gives them a special link. So I can set up in Calendly my availability. And it's linked to my Google Calendar. So the way that that works is... When someone wants to book with me one-on-one and they have that link, they click on it and they get to see only the open available slots that I have for one-on-one coaching on my calendar. So I'm in control of what goes on there. And it's really nice to have that because that way you can give people your link to whatever appointment you want to create. And then you don't have to worry about them double booking or they get to pick the time and day that works for them based on your availability. So you don't have to go back and forth with conversations or with email and say, oh, when are you available? Oh, I'm not available until this time. Well, it's in this time zone and I'm not available at that time. It just eliminates all of that. So you can just share your appointment links with people as you're setting appointments. So another example, I have... An appointment link specifically for podcast guests. This allows me to know when they book from that link and it goes on my Google Calendar. It actually says on it podcast guest. So I know when I look at my calendar what the appointment is for. My one on one coaching, it says one on one coaching. So when people use those links, it actually identifies it for me. So I meet with a lot of people. And I don't always know exactly who's coming to certain meetings for specific things. And so if they're clicking on the link and making an appointment and they're putting their name in and their email and, hey, this is me, if I don't have it tagged, I may not know what the appointment's about. So that's a really nice thing to have. Now, I do want to let you know that your Google Calendar, you can set up appointments and you can use the video link that's in Google. Google Meet is what it's called. And then you don't have to have a separate link if you don't want to. But I just want to let you know that if you do that, then you have to make sure that you set up the time and day with the person and email them. You're going to email them an invite from your Google Calendar. So they're not going to have a link and you'll have to put all the details in yourself. And I do that sometimes depending on what I'm doing. If I want to put a a calendar appointment in that's separate from what I have available on my links that's a little bit more advanced but you do have the power to do that I just try really really hard to give people my link because then they're only seeing the availability that is on that link and that's key I'm going to go into that to manage my calendar because I block off time on my calendar to do work and so, if somebody books through, if I give somebody just send them an invite off of my calendar, I might do that during a block time because I'm human and I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and see that person. It's okay. And I don't really manage my calendar properly. And that's just a human response. We want to help everybody, we want to be there for everybody. And it's harder for me to say no. That's one of The downfalls that I have is that I I will overfill my calendar. So, a way to avoid that is just giving them the link and saying, Here, pick a time. Then it's only the times that are available, and I'm not overbooking myself. This episode is sponsored by Low Energy Leads. Finding and booking clients can feel like a grind. You've been getting sold a big company marketing playbook that's way too much work for a small business owner. The Low Energy Leads show is about lowering your effort to find leads. Get booked and get back to doing what you love at lowenergyleads.com or find the show in your favorite podcasting app. So I'm just going to describe to you a little bit of, of what I do in my calendar. So I have one day a week completely blocked for administrative work just to do work on my business, whatever needs to get done. And you can pick whatever day you want. Mine tends to be um, Monday or Tuesday. I pick one of those days. Sometimes it fluctuates. It just depends on what I have going on. But I always have time. And I also color code. So in Google, you can change the color of the appointments. So I color code my appointments based on what they are. For example, podcast recordings with guests is orange. If I'm going to a teaching or training call for myself, it's mine. I'm actually going to learn. It's yellow. If it is an appointment for me, for example, I have a coach. If I'm going to talk to my coach about my personal development or business development, and that's that appointment, I make it light blue. My blocks are in dark blue. So when I glance at my calendar I can already kind of see what's going on for that day. There's yellow, there's orange, there's a blue. Okay, I know what I'm doing. I kind of know what what's happening for the day. So I like to color code things. It makes it easier for me to look at my calendar and kind of see what's happening. That's just a personal preference. That's something you can do if you want to. So the other thing that I want to talk about with calendar management is time management. So don't leave your availability completely wide open. If you're going to use a tool like Calendly where you give people a link, block off time for yourself. Don't go from eight o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon every single day of the week and let everybody have availability in that time. You're going to overwhelm yourself. I did this at the beginning of the year and I so, so regretted it. I had too much availability open And I was just starting my podcast and I had a bunch of people that wanted to be on my podcast and I was just giving out my podcast link like crazy and everybody started booking on my calendar and pretty soon I was back to back to back to back. And I had to go in and reschedule a lot of stuff because I just physically couldn't handle that much, that many meetings with people back to back. And then I have my clients and then I have other meetings and I have my own personal development, like all my calendar just started to explode. So, I want to just emphasize make sure that you don't open up your availability so much that people can come in and just take up your time. They don't know, they're just going to go off of what's on the link. So, make sure you're protecting yourself. I recommend so, the takeaway for this episode is sit down with a piece of paper. I always have you guys do stuff with a piece of paper because. If you can write it out and map it out and everything, then you can put it into your computer. Write out all of the types of appointments that you're going to have. So if you have client work, so you have your, your clients you're going to see, that's one type of appointment. You have your, your um, possible client, so maybe a discovery call where you're meeting with people to see if they want to be a client. That's a separate type of appointment. Then you have, if you're Um, doing personal development type stuff, then you have an appointment for that. If you want to do networking, I have a separate coffee chat appointment, 30 minutes, and it's just to network with people. So I give that link out if I'm just going to meet and greet somebody. So write out all of these appointment types that you want to have. And then I would recommend mapping out your week. So look at your week, whatever day it starts on. And block off time for you to have time to, to work on your business and only open up spaces for people to book on your calendar in specific strategic places that you know you're available to have phone calls. And that's going to be easier then to transfer that to any type of tool that you're using, whether it's just your Google Calendar or if you're using an appointment setting tool like Calendly, you're already going to have an idea of what you want to do. I did not do that at the beginning. I made a huge mistake and I just let everything go on my calendar and I learned a very valuable lesson. So I'm much better at tracking and managing my calendar. Just remember, you are the business owner and it's your calendar, it's your time. For those of you coming from working for somebody else and coming into your own business, you get to say no, you get to block your calendar. And you get to tell people when you're available. Just remember that because a lot of times we want to say yes because we want to be there for the other person or they're like, I don't, I can't meet you for another two weeks. That's okay. I've told people, I know in September I had people that wanted to do coffee chats and I just had to tell them I don't have availability until October because I didn't want to overload my calendar. So it's okay to say no. That's another big takeaway. So hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions about calendar, time management, anything that I talked about on the podcast, reach out to me, book a call with me. We can have a chat. You'll get my link that takes you to my calendar and you'll be able to see what's available to have that chat. And it's a free call and the link is in the show notes. So as always, keep it simple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified. If you enjoyed this episode, then hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. Have you thought about starting a business and didn't know what to do first? You're in the right place. I've created a simplified step-by-step process for starting a business. Click on the link in the show notes for information on how to get started today.